Hi everyone, welcome back. This is Alexia Landa with The Forecast. And today we're going to be talking about the unknown. This week is all about the unknown, all about the what you're avoiding because of not knowing what's next, because of not knowing how to connect to that, because of not knowing or not being told what to do to get there. And this is when it gets very interesting. And I I truly, truly love this aspect of life, which is free will, because you start noticing how it doesn't matter what the story looks like for others, for millions of people that have done something you want to do before. What matters is what you do to create that story. And that's the unknown. You sometimes feel like that's my goal and I know I will get there. But the way you get there, the steps you have to take, the experiences you need to have, all those things to get you there, it's a different scenario for everyone. It's a different experience because you need something that others didn't and vice versa. So it's not about the goal. It's about the tools you pick up on your way to get that goal, on your way walking towards that goal. So these tools, these mirrors, these um, people you have to learn how to say no to, how to say yes to, how to maybe agree to disagree. They teach you how to not respond emotionally. They teach you how to not um, stay quiet. They teach you how to maybe speak up about certain things. It's about that balance and finding that middle ground of what was my experience about or what is my experience about. And you find intention, you find purpose, you find all those things that combine them together into creating what the goal is. So think about it this way. The goal is going to give you the satisfaction of obtaining or successfully saying you did something, but the experience is going to be what adds up to that. The experience is what gives you as a whole the the goal. It's like adding something every single day. You add a little bit of um, sugar every single time you you try to make the the recipe better and you're like oh it, next time i should add this oh next time i should probably do a little bit more of this or it it adds up so when we talk we talk about the unknown we have to truly embrace the fact that what you do on a daily basis is going to add up it's going to reflect something it's going to show up as something even if it seems very repetitive, your reaction, the way you absorb something, the way you integrate information, it's going to have an effect on all those long-term, short-term goals you have. And that's the unknown. Because no one's supposed to know. Because you're barely deciding. You're barely waking up and saying, oh, this is how I want to do it. Oh, this is what I should be doing. Oh, this is how I want to do things. It's very different than saying, 
well, they did it that way, so I should be doing it the same way. There is no shoulds or shouldn'ts. And this week is all about that because the unknown is going to be a bit more present because of the ideology of the year ending. You're thinking about what you want to do and don't want to do anymore. You're thinking about setting all these goals and and trying to maybe balance something and obtain something. If you're really tough on yourself, maybe you're saying, well, I should have been here, I should have been there. And I do want to say the shoulds and shouldn'ts are always the rules that kind of give us that distraction from experiencing in the now, from living in the now, from embracing the now, from truly connecting to what you have as a person and what you can give. Because instead, you are limiting yourself and trying to adapt towards how other people did things, how it worked for them. I should do this because they did it. And since it worked out, that means that's the only way. But what if it feels uncomfortable to you? What if it feels wrong? What if it has it's not connected to your foundation, to your belief system? Because belief systems are not a bad thing. It just depends if you truly want it or not. If it's something that you like, that you love to live by, and it doesn't harm anyone else, it doesn't carry any sort of judgment. It doesn't carry any sort of, oh, I need to sacrifice everything to be able to do this. So it's healthy. Then you have to respect it. That means you've healed enough to say, this is what I do and this is how I do it. So there's so many ways to do things out there from other people's perspective that if you live life by that, you're always going to have anxiety. You're always going to feel behind. You're always going to feel like you don't do enough because you're not getting the validation that worked for them because they're a completely different person. Even if they want the same goal as you or even if they want or think similarly. But if something feels uncomfortable, then it's not the right way. There's a new way you can create. I always say you are a co-creator, but it doesn't mean that you only have to work with like the law of attraction and repeat things or um, believe it so much that it happens. It's more about truly believing and adding every single day a new tool. That 1% that you add up to your like Dora the Explorer Dora backpack and create you. It's about creating you, yourself, because you're the one living this experience. So as you're walking in life and every day is unknown, because what is known is what you have right now. You know what you have, you know where you live, you know you can wake up and do this, go through the same routine, you know how you do your skincare routine, you know how you brush your teeth. Those are very repetitive moments in life very repetitive that we shouldn't take for granted because it's still an experience and those known things 
are what gives us strength for the unknown to make decisions. That's why stability and lack of stability sometimes are part of one another. That's the balance. You have stability within your home. You have emotional stability. You know how you want to do things. You know how you want to co-create. But then the unknown, the the moment you have to make a decision, it'll come easier because you already have this routine down. You're not fighting with yourself constantly. You know who you want to be. You know that you like to go walking. You like to go... Um, maybe not walking, maybe you like just meditating outside, you go grounding, you have your basics, you know that you need to truly take care of your mind, body, and soul. So you have this structure of the basics. However it is that you make that look so that the unknown doesn't come in in a very unpleasant way that you feel unstable. It's more like that lack of stability is going to be forming or truly becoming part of your frame, part of your stability in a different way as you make a decision. So this lack of stability comes in, it's an energy and you're like, okay, what do I need to decide? What can I co-create with with this? Do I have to change anything within my structure to be able to make it fit. Do I even want to make it fit? How will I do that? What's my decision? What do I choose? And how do I make, want to make it look? All these things is experience. It is life. It is how character is awakened. It is how identity is noticed. It is how essence is transformed into a greater thing because you make things look a certain way. Nothing is I should do this or I should do that. It's more about how do I use the unknown to be able to walk in life, to be able to truly express my light, express who I am and how I do things. Advice is good depending on who it is. Depending on who who is giving you that advice, not because of judging who they are or how they live life, never. Everyone can live life differently. It's more about if you feel safe, if the advice is more about maybe you wanting someone to listen, not necessarily tell you what to do or how to do it, but rather someone who listens and says, oh, I understand what you're going through, so you have these options, what makes you feel happier? That's a, that's a perfect way to give advice. What makes you happier, have you asked yourself? So those things are very important because the power of voice, the power of expression, if, so, if, you, say it, if you tell it to someone who, who says, no, you're completely wrong, and is not listening, you have to make sure you honor your words. You honor your feelings and say, well, I understand your perspective and I'm open to listening and I'm open to agreeing to disagree, but I'm still not going to take power away from my words because this is what I'm feeling. So I'm listening. So it's about 
whoever listens and you can listen to, those are the people you want to go to and say, hey, I'm going through this. I, I feel this way. I understand I have these options. I'm trying to co-create this this reality, this um, particular experience. And I honestly don't know what way to go. That's very common and that's great. That's beautiful. We are humans and we love connecting. We love communicating. We love feeling loved in a way that we feel like someone is listening. That's very normal. But the thing here is, is it, are there boundaries? Is it the, the right communication? Are you trying to be accepted or someone to approve or someone to finally tell you you are right? Because that's different than asking for advice or wanting someone to listen to you. That has a lot to do with healing and being seen and that's completely different. And I truly suggest you don't use that this week for the unknown. But rather, if you don't even want to ask for advice, sit down and ask yourself for that advice. What would you tell a friend? What would you tell someone you loved? What do you tell your cousin, your sibling, your your parents even? There's parents who express themselves and, and they seek advice in their children because Maybe it's a reality they share. And that's what this week is about. That unknown of walking into choices, decision-making, creating a reality, co-creating what you want. And we have to remember that everything is a lesson. Don't walk into it saying, why me? But rather asking, where is this taking me to? How is this a lesson and what type of tool is it going to give me? Because it must be part of the goal I asked for. And I think that's where the saying of be careful what you ask for comes from. Because you truly don't know what tool you need yet. So the lesson comes in and it's so unknown. It can be a bit heavy sometimes. It can be linked to something you need to heal. So that you can be open and receptive and even learn how to receive. And the unknown can be tough to receive because many do not know how to receive. They like to stay in the known. They like to just receive what they know. And by the way, I do the same thing. I tend to, if I go get ice cream, if I go get something, I get the same thing over and over again. Because it's known, and I know I'm going to like it. The other stuff, I don't know if I'll like it. I don't know if it's something I would truly enjoy. But then we forget that we, our taste palette changes every seven years. We're going through an evolution. We we don't have to like the same thing over and over again. Maybe try it with music. Try new music. So that it feels very unknown and start noticing how your physical body feels. Is it uncomfortable? Is it first kind of being defensive? Is your mind saying, why am I playing this? I don't even know the song. Well, we can learn. And that's how the unknown has to be received. I can learn. 
this must be a lesson taking me somewhere. If it's repetitive, if it's a cycle, that's different. Then it's not unknown. Maybe you just can't see the truth that's hiding behind that lesson, which is very different. So this week, being connected to the unknown is about making de- decisions and choosing how you want to express this light that you are, this force that you are, because you are a force. You move, other things move. You react, other people receive that reaction. Other people react towards your reaction. It's movement. It's creation. It's energy. So how are you going to use this energy for you, for others, for everything around, for that goal that you want to accomplish in 2023? Because that's what this week is about, focused on that. Focused, and and I do want to say it is a bit connected to that because there's a bit of avoiding the anxiety of either being home or not being home, maybe changing patterns, boundaries, not knowing how it's going to go at home when you do that, or where wherever it is that you spend the holidays, whether you celebrate or not. So this unknown, don't just use it for the co-creation, but also use it for I am going to go into the unknown because I'm reacting differently. I'm setting up boundaries and I don't know how that's going to reflect. I don't know how that's going to be perceived. So it's about releasing that as well and being open to letting others express themselves however they want. Because some people emotionally, they have to express at a louder volume and it's about them it's not about you it's about how they release of course there has to be a boundary of hey i understand you express that way but speak to yourself tell yourself it's not me this is just you maybe not liking losing control And that's okay, I understand it. It's been a cycle for so long. And I also understand you can't tell this to just anyone in that way or form. But as long as you know it inside and you don't receive it as yours, you receive it as, oh, it's them going through their moment, that's going to make a difference. That's going to separate everything. Because we sometimes forget that people are going through a lot or going through different things or don't know how to emotionally respond. Their emotions are a repetition, a cycle of however their parents responded to things. I always say this, when it comes to feelings and emotions and expression, your library can be tiny because you've only seen a particular way of expressing. And my clients usually ask, then how am I supposed to know if I don't know another way? And that's when you connect to co-creating. That's when you connect to your physical body and say, oh, this expression feels just very uncomfortable. What's the opposite of this? 
maybe crying. My body feels like crying, but I'm so used to not doing it because it's a sign of weakness. I'm not weak. I know that now. So I'm going to cry. So naturally, you do know how to react. You've just been pushing, suppressing that natural way of reaction because it didn't work out when you were younger or at another stage in your life because you didn't see anyone else do that. Or when you did, it was wrong to others because they didn't know how to react to your own reaction and it became about them. And all of this is not to judge anyone or or any situation. This is truly just pain being passed back and forth between people. It's like passing a ball. Oh, now it's yours. Oh, now no, now it's yours. And it's it's time to drop the ball. And it starts with you doing it for you. Because We always want to help others. And that's a beautiful thing. But we can only help them if we've helped ourselves because that gives us the tools that we need to reflect, to become a different type of mirror. I always say, become a mirror of compassion. How do you speak to yourself? How do you think about yourself? All those things, because that reflects how you speak to others and how you think about others. So becoming a mirror of compassion would change all this pattern. And that would make the unknown way easier because there wouldn't be so many rules connected to judgment, connected to why would I do this? I can't do something wrong because others are going to see and if they think like me, they're going to destroy me. I can't do anything wrong because I'm going to destroy me. Because I have so many rules. All those beliefs have to be surrendered. And you have to decide, who am I and why? Why would I need this lesson? And how can I view it in a different perspective? Because my goal feels like a purpose. My goal has meaning behind it. So there must be something really good coming out of this. And you start detaching from all that fear and anxiety of the unknown and trying to set up rules and trying to see how others do things, which reflects the anxiety of holidays coming in and how are others going to react because that's what you've paid attention to the most. And by the way, this can be connected to a lot more things from love to career to family. This is in general and it fits whatever it is that you use it for. Because when it comes to love, you can say, well, I've always been rejected. And I can ask, do you think you've been rejected or do you think you haven't been available? Because emotionally, you're not available. Emotionally, maybe you have all these defense mechanisms and you have all these thought processes that give you anxiety before it's even a thing. 
You make them important. You don't choose. You feel chosen and you accept and you say, oh, yeah, it's you. But if we truly think about it, was it them? Is it truly them? Or is it just a person you pass by and they like you, but you didn't really like them? Maybe they noticed after a few weeks, oh, you know what? Yeah, we don't have that much in common. Maybe they're not emotionally mature enough to communicate that the right way. So then a wound is opened. Everything is about that interaction, that reaction, and about choosing and deciding and truly being honest with yourself. Did you choose? Or did you feel chosen so you kind of felt useful? And you were like, oh, yeah, let's do this. That goes with friendships. That goes with everything. That goes with thinking about what people have told you you're really good at, but maybe you don't even like to do that. That's the unknown that when you step in to that energy and you kind of release all that heaviness of what you should be or how you should respond and truly feel and go by that feeling, today I am this person because of all those days that I added up to now, I became this. I'm not the same person as yesterday. I have 5% more of discerning or self-love or communication, expression, all these different things. And this is when we have to detach from over-identifying with something and not calling yourself, oh, well, yeah, that's me. Because then you're limiting yourself. Instead of being more like, yeah, I tend to do that. So how can I learn not to do that? Or how can I learn to keep it? Because I love it. Okay, it's there. Uh, it's uh, This is how I do it. Perfect. I love it. I'm keeping it. Or it's there. I don't like it. It doesn't benefit me or others. How can I release it? How can I exchange it for something else? All those things lead up to co-creating your reality. That's what manifestation truly is. And this will build in something different within you. Will give you that stability you seek in the avoiding the unknown. Instead of connecting to your stability and letting the unknown be whatever it is whatever it is supposed to be, because it's truly a gift. And that's what this week is about, which is so exciting. And I can't wait to to hear how you all truly have this experience of the unknown. It's going to truly be amazing to hear about it and read about it. And I hope everyone's enjoying their the beginning of their week. And I'm sending so much love and light to everyone.